0: Hey, hey, hey! Welcome to the Hit the Sticks podcast. I am your host, Matthew Kuna, and before we start today's episode, as always, feel free to check out www.theravegaming.com for all things gaming-related. Social media platforms will also be available there. So until then, put down your controllers and grab your headsets, because it's about to get sweaty. Uh, Episode 4 uh, before we start, I am by myself, uh, hence the no intro for my left or my right, but the show must go on, I guess. Hmm. Quick update, uh, today's episode's going to be a little bit on the shorter side, uh, I used to doing that kind of hour-long segment, however, it's kind of like an a, a update, if you will, Um I got a new news segment that I'm going to be including in these episodes from now on, uh, and I am calling it the latest and greatest. Super catchy, super original, just super awesome. Uh, Latest and greatest is basically every episode, you know, whatever the subject may be. I'm going to have a little news update for you guys about what's going on in the world of video games. Uh, Today's episode is mainly going to be uh, news in general, however. Again, going forward, whatever the, the topic may be, I'm going to have uh, a little news segment at the start for you guys. But today's kind of like a little checkpoint, see how I'm feeling, see how I'm doing. Uh, again, I've only been doing this for a couple weeks now. Uh, my schedule's all over the place. School ended, semester's over. Summertime has finally begun. So, you know, I'm just, I'm kind of going with the flow on this. But uh, I hope people that you know listen enjoy it. And um, again, I'm gonna do it for as long as it's fun, and I enjoy helping out my buddy Dave on this website. And uh, I know he's got some interesting things for the future on that. So whatever I can do to help in the podcast um, area, that is my um, my side of the coin here. And I am not a professional. Uh, I do, in fact, use my phone for this. So I'm really kicking it hillbilly style. But um, let's get into this new segment. So the new segment I'm calling is Latest and Greatest. It's going to be the latest or greatest things in games. Uh, Again, overall, today's episode is, is news in its entirety. But again, going forward with whatever topic I choose, I will have some sort of new segment, whether it be the beginning, the end, or, hear me out, the middle. But first on today's latest and greatest, we have Warzone, and we actually did talk Warzone on episode three, and I had my good friend Gavin Chris, but it appears Warzone has had an update. So Raven Software uh, did release an update on their page that came out May 20th, so I'm a little, little late to the party. But... It is the Reloaded, and it's almost as if it is a mid-season update. They released a trailer and some information here, uh, as well as the roadmap. So it is 80s action heroes themed. And the two 80s action hero themed uh, characters we have are John Rambo and McCain. John McCain. They're both Johns. That's uh, very interesting. I don't know how I feel about that. However... Obviously from the movies, all the Rambo movies, I haven't seen them all. And uh, John McCain's from Die Hard, which I'm pretty sure I've seen them all. It's been been a while. I wasn't born, you know, I didn't live in the 80s. So I kind of watched those growing up. But anyways, so for Warzone aspect, we have a new themed location inside, uh, side missions. You have the actual plaza from the Die Hard movie in there. Uh, Rambo gets his own little survivor camps that he can raid. Uh, There's a CIA outpost, as well as new loot to be found, new themed loot, should be interesting. And then multiplayer, uh, the standoff map from Black Ops 2 is coming back, as well as something called Duga, which is one of those multi-team maps that sucks and nobody cares about. Uh, New modes include uh, Die Hard Point, Rambo's Gun Game, and Action Hero Mosh Pit, uh, for bundles, you have the Die Hard Operator Bundle and the Rambo Operator Bundle, so you get those two characters as well as guns, emotes, and such. And then we do have three new weapons, although I count it as one. You get a baseball bat, so that's awesome. And then you get the AMP-63. For anyone out there that is a long-time COD fan, that is the gun that was in Black Ops 1, and it sucked really bad. It was a fully automatic pistol. ...that you could dual wield, and I'm pretty sure these things are going to be stupid broken. Because if any of you know, Raven Software and Activision... ...they like to make guns really overpowered when they first come out... ...so that all the little kids that spend Mommy and Daddy's credit card for 20 bucks ...can get it first and just destroy you for the first couple weeks. Also in this update, they are including new challenges, medals, and rewards. And Zombies is getting a little love with the new main quest, new intel... Limited Tide Mode called Crank and a New World Event. What is the deal with Activision just not wanting to put love into COD zombies? I understand Warzone. I think the Warzone update's very interesting. I, I think, you know, we talked in the last episode that making it 80s-themed, the map, I mean, they have obviously the heroes coming in and the characters, but making the map the 80s, it was cool For the first 10 minutes until you realize, essentially, it's the same map. And they changed a couple buildings. They added a couple new things. But overall, the map plays the exact same. But I digress because it's almost as if they didn't put a lot into this. Uh, Zombies has gotten zero love. They've been focusing on Outbreak. But, again, they haven't made the single Zombies map since... Oh my God! The outpost map—I forget it. it's the Vietnam map. I really don't like Cold War. I don't—I uh, don't play it much. But um, no, they're, they're really focused on this outbreak mode, which don't get me wrong—it's cool. But it's just not enough, you know. I, I was really expecting, like, when this outbreak mode would come out, they would—they would tie along the single-player maps because. That is what people bought the game to play. Again, the new mode's great, but it's not what people grew up with. And it's not as simplistic as playing a map. And there's no Easter egg, which is, you know, again, that's one of the reasons I play. Other people go high rounds. Other people just do it for fun. Uh, but with Warzone, uh, pretty interesting update. Not a lot that you get your hands on for free. You do get the map changes for free in the side missions. Um, and again, the characters, they look they look okay again you got to pay for them so it's it's not you know it's not anything crazy there you're not getting too much for free and in regards to the map updates i mean if you've seen the movies you're going to you're probably going to wet your pants and be like oh that's so cool but if you've never seen the movies it's just another building you know uh raven software uh, his website also did include some bug fixes uh they fixed additional map locations in verdance that allowed players to reach out of bounds areas yes that is a plus. I haven't played Warzone in a bit, but I've been seeing a ton of the glitches being severely exploited this uh, this season in particular. Um, I don't know if anyone's familiar with the underground glitch. There was numerous ways you could just get underneath the map and just shoot and see everybody in front of you. Uh, they fixed collision issues with various elements across Verdansk, allowing players to exploit, peek, or shoot through them. Again, that's the underground glitch. People have found buildings that you can actually hide in and shoot out of they have found rocks trees i mean it, it it is it's a nightmare i almost commend them in a sense because if you could dig yourself a hole into a tree and then make a tiny little peephole for your gun that's awesome but this you just walk into it and then that's the end of it i'm really starting to feel the uh the, the challenges of not doing this with someone because I don't have anyone to like shoot the shit with I'm kind of just doing it myself but let's we'll see how it goes keep going uh, next bug fix was they fixed a bug causing the X fill progress in the power grab limited time mode po- uh, mode to reset upon complete I never do those modes uh, no idea they fix uh, no idea there was a problem with it glad they fixed it I never do the power grab modes any of those modes I feel like that's where the the hardos are that's where the sweats where your PC players generally go, because they just smoke you. I, ne- I never do them. I think they're t- the, the risk and the rewards just not on balance, but hey, they fixed it, so good for them. Uh, they fixed a bug with um, Royal and Cross 4K and Suzat multi-zoom optics, where they would not display the glint when used on snipers. Uh, I don't know if it's just me. If I'm not, you know, if I'm mistaken, but I was pretty sure if you used a four times or less. There is no sniper glint. I mean, this this one, the Suzat Multi Zoom would probably go from four to eight. However, again, I thought that anything four or less, there's no glint because one, the magnifier is not that great, and two, again, you don't have the accuracy to to take long range shots. So that's you, you know you're you're withdrawing the glint. Um, in order to you're like you're concealing yourself but your your accuracy is probably not going to be great i've been a lot of talk about getting rid of glint i i you know it sucks you don't want it to be too overpowering because if it is there's no point in using snipers at least you know unless you get the shot off but again if someone sees it for a second and then you're pinned they know where you are and they can adjust accordingly but i was for sure four times and less but hey i could be wrong Uh, They fixed a bug causing the ballistic knife camouflage progression to not track properly or at all. Interesting. You know, it's very interesting to read these. Especially, I'm just reading it right off their website. Copyright to Raven Software. Um, It's interesting to see the, like, itty-bitty details of what doesn't work. You know, I don't know why, personally. I'm not a developer, but it's interesting that a ballistic knife, its camouflage progression doesn't work. But, you know, every other gun does. I, I have no idea how that is possible but they fixed it so if you are a riot shield knife guy or you just like knifing in multiplayer it's your lucky day I hate you but it's your lucky day Alright, we got two left here they fixed a bug causing contraband contracts to not activate while well, killstreak UI messages appeared on screen oh my god that would piss me off that would piss me off That that's good that they fixed that I don't even know what I would do if that happened. And then lastly, they fixed a bug equipping players with four weapons in the power grab LTM mode. See, this is what I'm talking about. Like, that is something that sounds awesome if it was in my hands, but, like, do they let these bugs happen? Because they, they fixed it. You know, they had the helicopter glitch for a while where you couldn't, you know, they couldn't use the miniguns because people could go invisible, but, like, really? Like, how does, the, how does a, a, power to, a power grab, you know, LTM mode... Allow someone to just have four. Could you imagine that? Especially playing like duos where you have an SMG, uh, an AR, a sniper, and like a rocket launcher. You would be the biggest a-hole on the map. I mean, you could literally fight anything. You could do snipers. You could do a riot shield. And then that that way that's on your back. And then you have three weapons to work with. It's, It's almost like they enjoy this a little too much. Um, the May 20 update also gave some love to Rebirth Island as well. Uh, it's like daytime now, and I always thought it was, but I guess it was like a, it was more of an evening setting, but now it's, looks like the middle of the day. So they, they stated on their website that, uh, the sun has risen over Rebirth Island. In order to improve visibility across it, we've updated the map with brighter, more vibrant daytime modes. Yeah. You rose players, you rose skin players that, you know... Uh, that got it from the battle pass. Suck it, because this is literally an update for you. Warzone, the actual map, the Verdansk eighty four needs a lot of work. There's a ton of corners. I'm sure there's still going to be some some uh, rooms on Rebirth that you know have some dark corners that you're just going to sit in. But the fact that they're taking the time to just bring out a different daytime setting, I mean, obviously it's interesting, but also it fights against that. So I think that's. Um, that's a better call right there. Uh, they also replaced the construction site with a new military facility from the night version of Rebirth Island. Uh, on the picture right now, I cannot see it. Uh, they placed the construction site. If I'm not mistaken, the construction site, So if you look at the prison, it's like the bottom left of the map almost. So there's like the harbor and then you go up. Um, I mean, that wasn't, you know, wasn't anything special. Um, i'm curious to see how the new military uh outpost looks, but it says it 's from the night version of rebirth island so i 'm unsure if it was on a different part of the map and they just moved it over that'd be pretty lame personally, but you know who knows now uh, the defcon zone has been extended offering new gameplay opportunities to loot and, uh, to loot and to find okay <laughs> i don't know how extending that building uh helps, but you know. Let's go with it and then they did fix some um, equipment and weapons getting stuck in walls and just you know pain in the butt type deals they do offer some new pictures not too bad yeah they're not too bad at all and then their their modes they removed mini royale blood money and resurgence quads and they're adding power grab quads and resurgence trios I'm unsure what power grab is. That does sound interesting. It's, it's based off the movie theme, I'm assuming. Uh, it looks like they've also added the combat co- uh, killstreak to Verdansk. And then there's just a whole host of other uh, bug fixes. Uh, let's see if I can find anything interesting here. Uh, find an issue that caused gas masks to become unbreakable after players' first death with the gas mask equipped that I actually never knew that one existed. That's a very interesting one. Uh, again, and then they have the new weapons. Um, ballistic knife comes out. You got to earn the AMP 63 in, in season. Interesting to see how that, uh, plays into effect. Cause again, they, they really love to make their guns very good before, you know, everyone gets their hands on it. Um, and then again there there is the bundles that you do pay for. I do not know the pricing, but you go into the store and you can get either um Kane or Rambo uh as well as some updates to some attachments but that that's basically the gist of it um I'd say overall quality of life change for sure uh you know content update eh, i mean there there's some stuff in there, definitely. Um, I know personally, minus the fact that my Xbox is kind of shit the bed. I haven't played Warzone too much. I mean, it's still a great mode, but I just think they they like they really teased the idea of a new map, and everyone was like, "Oh, they're gonna nuke the map. There's gonna be a totally different map." And in the end, it's it's really just a reskin, and it's interesting to say that because. I mean, Treyarch's known for bringing in, you know, used assets. It's a little lazy at this point, but, you know, when they add in a Black Ops 2 map into the multiplayer standpoint, people get excited. I mean, that's mostly because the fucking maps they gave suck. But when they do it for this, which hasn't even been out for it's been out for a year. It hasn't even been out for 2 years. And and they basically just reskin it and call it, you know, new. Like that just I think I think they they oversold the marketing standpoint if you get people thinking about what you want to do and then you just totally turn around and do the opposite thing I'm like of course people are gonna be upset you know what i mean you know you promised a new map everyone's expecting you said you were gonna nuke it and you did however all you did was go back in time you know again covid at the time was still going on i don't know what your your assets were and what your availability for work was but it's a little underwhelming. I think the 80s, if they keep going in with this 80s theme, I think they could really, really pull up some some uh, interesting possibilities, to say the least. We're going to look up some here because my my brain is a little fried and thinking of them off the top of my head is, is big brain plays. So we're going to look here. 1980s. You could do Chuck Norris. (laughs) Um, They did John McClane. Uh, You could do Dutch from The Predator. That would actually be very cool, especially if he came and voice acted that. That would actually be very cool. Harrison Ford, I don't think they would do that, although that would be awesome. Ripley from Aliens would be unreal as well. What else could they do? Chuck Norris, baby. (laughs) <laughs> that would be hilarious. That's the number 10 spot. Uh they could throw in RoboCop maybe. Um Ah, oh, who was what did Mel Gibson play in Oh, man. What was that movie? He was a cop. What was it? Lethal Weapon. Mel Gibson Martin Riggs. Yeah, 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 yeah. That would be that would be a good one. Obviously, Sigourney Weaver played uh, Ripley in Aliens. That one would be cool. I don't know if they'd do it. They already put Rambo in. Dutch or any of his squad members would be unreal. And then Indiana Jones, that would be so funny. Like, that would actually be awesome. I don't think they'd ever do it, but that, that would be very cool. Uh, next on the list for latest and greatest is a game called Back for Blood. Back for Blood is being created by the same people that brought you Left 4 Dead. If you haven't played Left 4 Dead, it is a four-player co-op survival game in which you have to get from point A to point B in these chapters, uh, chapters in these settings, different settings, and try to survive the apocalypse. Well, this is their twist on it. Uh, everyone was thinking for a Left 4 Dead 3. This is kind of that iteration. It's not really a reboot, but, I mean, it's it's pretty it it definitely, it's the same idea with a, a ton of new features um, so they just released the official uh, cleaners is what they're calling it so Turtle Rock Studios and Warner Bros Games released what they call cleaners so in the original Left for Dead game you had four characters you could pick from it was Bill Francis Lewis and the girl what is her name what is her name? He forgot his name. What are you What is your name? Francis was a biker, Louis was like this business dude and Bill was a vet. Um what is the girl's name? Why is this so difficult? <laughs> I don't remember the Left 4 Dead 2 ones, but I'm trying to find Left 4 Dead 1. Oh my god, what was her name? Lewis, Nick? No, that's not you either. Zoe! That's what it was. Anyways, yeah, so you had those four characters to choose from. They they were all the same. Uh, you obviously could you could pick up guns and equipment, whatever you could find. But, interesting about this game is, again, it, it shadows what Left 4 Dead is. However, there are some new twists. So in this game, they are calling the characters the cleaners, and they kill uh, uh, these zombie-like creatures that are infected by worms. It's, it's, it is just a zombie shooter, and they call them the cleaners. Uh, you can decide which character you want to use in a unique card system, and each character, you can use you know the same cards, each character gets different cards, but each character also gets their own sort of bonus when you use them. Which I find very interesting. So not only is it uh, you know, a cosmetic change, but depending on who you play, they have certain benefits that you can either add on to and make those stronger, or you can you know, balance it out and, and maybe, maybe uh, increase their weaknesses and, and whatnot. So let's just get right into this. So first off, we have Hoffman. So Turtle Rock states that he has a spawn. He spawns ammo with kills. Plus one offensive item slot. I'm not sure what that means yet. I don't know if that plays into the card system. Uh, and then he gets team ammo capacity. So his description is a <laughs> enthusiastic prepper and conspiracy theorist. When the infection hit, he and his mother, hunkered. his mother hunkered down and rode out the storm as the rest of the world fell into chaos. After his mother passed away in her sleep and his supplies ran out, he left boarded up his house to face the world of the devil worm. Uh, Howard Robert Hoffman is genuinely skilled and good-hearted with an earnest desire to be a useful part of the team. As part of the cleaners, he's finally come across family that he's always wanted. He just had to wade through the zombie apocalypse to find it. So automatic reaction to that is Hoffman's a prepper. Uh, is his main. So it looks like he gets one perk for himself, a certain slot, and then a team perk. His team perk is, you know, you get more ammo. So he's... He is the prepper. He's going to be the guy that can probably carry more. He gives more to his team. Uh, So that is very interesting. So not only do they have the perks, but their their descriptions kind of fit into those. Uh, Next we have Walker. Uh, The oldest of five siblings, Elijah Walker was born in Evansburg to a hard-working blue-collar family. The former army ranger and war-torn veteran is highly skilled with a wealth of frontline combat experience. Walker is a man of few words, but when he speaks, he commands the attention of his fellow cleaners, who all respect his commitment to the fight. And his three perks are precision kills, increase accuracy. So I'm assuming, you know, the more headshots he gets, maybe the gun has less recoil or something. He does increased damage, and his team perk is extra health. Uh, so he he kind of just again leader vibes um, his, his you know his playset his play style is not too bad and again the interesting thing about this game that they're really trying to sell is replayability 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 so you can mix and match different cards to either aid in those three perks that he gets or you can use uh, you can use your own your own cards to make them however you want you know he gives team health well maybe you can throw another card down there that's team speed or something everyone gets stamina. So that's the, that's the interesting thing about the card system is they want you to unlock more cards and then keep playing to find out, you know, what setup works best for you with what character because it sounds like these characters, I'm sure some will overlap, but, you know, they get their, their own set of perks. Next one's the Doc. Uh, she has been instrumental in keeping Fort Hope up and running. But this is a far life from Doc expected when she first came to America. Fiercely independent, she sacrificed social life for her career. It wasn't until later that she finally found a kinded spirit in mom. After the collapse, Doc's no-nonsense attitude and pregnant outlook served her well. Though her uh, bedside manner can take some getting used to. No one denies she's one hell of a doctor and a mean shot to boot. So again, this is your classic team healer. Uh, probably the most important on the team if you want to have a healer. And again, you can play different characters and make them healers, but this one is dedicated to it. So she heals low-health teammates even without items. So it sounds like you're going to need items to heal, med kits, first aid kit, uh, bandages, what have you. Uh, she can do it regardless. And I think, that, again, that's one of the perks. It's like, I want to play this character because I know if I make cards for another one, I'm going to need the supplies. But with her, because she's the doctor, she just automatically gets them. Uh, She gets plus in healing efficiency. Okay. And Team Trauma Resistance. Team Trauma Resistance. See, that's interesting. I don't know. Again, this game got delayed. It's coming out in the fall. Team Trauma Resistance seems very interesting. Because it sounds to me like if you get hurt a certain amount of damage in a certain spot, maybe it cripples you. You know, if you get hit in the leg or something or swiped in the leg too much, maybe you slow down. Who knows? But, again, her character is all based around healing and all sorts of things that keep your team alive. I think the uh, the low health healing low health teammates without items is awesome. I'm sure there's gonna be some sort of drawback, so maybe you can only heal them to a certain amount without supplies. You know, compared to if you had supplies, they, they would get much more health back. But again, nonetheless, healers are probably one of the most important. You keep your team alive, everything's good. Keep you on your merry way. Next one is mom next one's called mom. I'm not even kidding. It's just her mom. But she looks like a like a a, a, a motorcycle gang. She's got the bandana, red bandana on the top. That is that is funny. I like that. The only person surprised that mom became the voice of the survivors in Finleyville. <laughs> I, I hope I pronounced that. Finleyville was herself. She's never shrieked from a challenge and always puts the needs of others over her own. Oh, hence the mom name. Still, no one who's used... To bucking authority, her newfound responsibility sometimes weighs uneasily on her. Although she has faith in her cleaners, mom has questioned other leaders' strategies on more than one occasion, especially since the death of her son. Mom's goal is simple. Make the ridden pay. So, the new name for the zombies, because, you know, people have been doing zombies games for years, is the ridden. Uh, She gets an instant revive. Wow. All right, that's cool. So she can just self-revive Warzone, baby. Uh, she gets one support inventory and an extra life, team extra life. So everyone on your team, when playing, gets an extra life. I didn't know they, they did extra lives. So the left for dead mechanic was is if you died, you'd have to be gone for a certain amount of time. And then you would pop up somewhere on the map in a, in a, like a closet or a, a locked room. And essentially what you had to do is your team had to get to you, but they put zombies and special ones in front of your way to make it, to make it harder. But again, very interesting character, a little more self-centered with your own instant revive and support, but the Team Extra Life, that's a big one. Next character is Holly. Looks like a college frat student. (laughs) Uh, After losing her family to the Devil Worm, Holly Forrester learned to channel all her energy into being a cleaner and is known as the glue that keeps the team together. Armed with her trusty nail spike baseball bat, um, that she calls Dottie. Holly's resilience and never-say-die attitude helps boost the team's morale and is often seen as a ray of light in the darkness of the apocalypse. Never-say-die. Goonies never-say-die. That's a copyright. They just took that from Goonies' movie. That's that's bullcrap. Uh, she recovers stamina with kills. That is interesting because if you get this Dottie bat off the bat... No pun intended. If you get the... (laughs) That was the the shittiest joke I've ever done. Uh, If you do... If you get that bat, you know... Because I'm I'm under the impression you pick your guns. If you get that bat that's like her special weapon... And you just melee people and you get your stamina back for doing it... Imagine if you could just infinitely swing a nailed bat. Like that would be pretty interesting. Uh, The other one is damage resistance. So she's going to be a little bit harder to take down. And then she gives the whole team stamina... Which, again, I wonder if each character is going to have their own set stamina values and then you can upgrade them, you know, either team-wise or personal. Or if carrying certain weapons or items does weigh you down. The way it worked in the original game, or the Left 4 Dead version at least, not Back 4 Blood, Left 4 Dead, excuse me, was that basically the lower your health went, the slower you got. So if you were getting like to red, like 30 minus you were like crippling your way through. Like your character would physically be like pulling himself forward and you would be extremely slow until you healed yourself. So it is interesting that she has the team stamina boost. And I wonder, uh, I'm, I'm more than certain that they're going to have cards that allow you to increase your stamina uh, regardless. But team stamina, nonetheless. Next. Uh, Evelangelo. Eval- Evan. evangelo evangelo i can't i can't pronounce his name uh he may be the youngest and least experienced cleaner on the team but has proven to be a quick study besides being good in a fight evangelo has established himself as a loyal and reliable member of the team he tends to talk a lot especially when he's nervous but is eager to show that he has what it takes to be a cleaner so he's the young gun um break out of grabs is one of his abilities interesting that you would give that ability to the the new guy but uh, i guess if you get pinned he can break out of it uh plus stamina regen for himself and team movement speed so his movement speed and stamina so i'm taking stamina as being your overall like running or something and then movement speed is maybe how fast you move with a gun or something i'm just spitballing here no idea didn't make the game next he didn't seem that cool carly (laughs) <laughs> it looks like another motorcycle what is with the they have these like a lot of these motorcycle vibes. Not that I'm against it, I just wasn't really expecting it, you know. Surviving on the outskirts outskirts of Fort Hope since the collapse, Carly only trusted in herself. No one knows much about her and she's fine with that. Though originally seen as a nuisance at best and a looter at worst, her actions have proved time and time again which side she's on now they're ridden on the rise she's made the choice to fight alongside the survivors she may not be a cleaner by name but she has more uh she has more than what it takes with the attitude she's got blue hair she's carrying a gun again like biker vibe got the chain on the side uh she can sense hazards that's one of her abilities it sounds like a perk so maybe she has like wall hacks Ooh, wall hacks Uh, Plus one quick inventory. That's interesting. So, again, they had an inventory slot. She has quick inventory. So, again, just off of speculation, my guess is that maybe you have a backpack. And to physically take something out of the backpack, you have to pull out a menu to to grab it, which will take time. But the quick inventory is maybe if you've ever played games where they give you slots, they'll put it on the D-pad for quick use. And then if you want to take something out of, like, your larger inventory, you again, you have to click a different button, opens up a menu, and then you have to click on it to take it out. So that should be interesting. And then she has Team Use Speed. A lot of speed ones here. There's a Team Stamina, the Movement Speed, and this one just says Team Use Speed. I don't know if she gives you, like, like adrenaline or something, like you just, bam, eject yourself, you're juiced and ready to go, or I, I don't know what these abilities are. I'm very curious, again, because they haven't released what all the cards do, but it seems to me that they're they're, they're really pushing for extreme replayability. They don't want games to be the same. They want you to have a different experience. And again, you pick your cards, and the, the AI picks its own cards to make the game challenging as well, like what kind of zombies you fight and such. But that leaves us down to the last guy, Jim. Good old Jim. Nobody knows Finneyville and the surrounding county like Jim. I just need to take time to appreciate that sentence. Looks like our redneck, got the cap, jacket, name's Jim, from Finneyville, Finleyville. <laughs> from an early age, he would head up into the countryside with his father, hunting and trapping with the best of them. After a stint in the military, he returned home only to see it ravaged and collapsed. Now he's found his place among the most trusted cleaners. We're not fighting back to back with this team. He's scare, he's scouring the countryside of his beloved Pennsylvania, routing out the ridden infestation. My name's Jim. Jim looks like a sniper. Uh, he's carrying a sniper, so that that, that was my cue. Ha ha! Hint. Uh, he has plus precision kills, increased damage. So what was the other one? The the uh, Walker, the Marine, the well, I don't know if he's Army Army Ranger. Got it. Army Ranger vet. More kills, more precision kills he got. He got increased accuracy. It looks like Jim does more damage. Uh, so he gets increased precision kills with damage, plus ADS speed, uh, and team weak spot damage. That is pretty interesting. Again, he looks like the scout slash sniper sort of role, so that is interesting. But yeah, again, that, that was kind of their new update that uh, Turtle Rock bring out. They have, you know, pre-order bonuses and blah, blah, blah. And then tune in because they are... I will announce the... Ridden is what they're calling them. They only have four selected, so I want to wait a little bit and see if they introduce the other ones. But if they don't, by the time of the next episode, I'll definitely share with you guys on that information. But next, we are talking. E3 and the website for my man, Dave Doherty, runs www.ravegaming.com. Haven't given the brother much love. So we are just going to read one of his his blogs and we're just gonna you know we're just gonna dive into you know what is E3 gonna look like this uh, this year. Anyways, and I quote, because I don't want Dave Doherty to to uh, to get me banned for copyright because I plagiarized, I stole his work. And I quote from Dave Doherty E3 twenty twenty one. It's gonna be a very exciting event in terms of upcoming game reveals. There's a lot to unpack and prepare for this June, and this blog will cover As much of it as possible. Dave, you don't uppercase this and blog because you started your sentence with there is a. Just saying, bro. (laughs) E3 will be a fully remote event that will take place from June 12th to 15th. Fully remote. Dave, I did not know that. If you're listening, I did not know that. If any of you don't know what E3 is, it's basically a huge gaming convention. Super nerds, ultimate, you know, biggest developers come in. And showcase latest games and technology. Uh, it's always in person, but because the COVID, it's going to be virtual this year, as Dave said. Um, that's interesting. That's an interesting move. They've been doing online conventions, and they're okay. but again, like with these places, they bring in you know, um, YouTubers and people in the company and and influ- I guess influencers, yeah, and you know they, they they show off their new stuff, which before I keep reading this, Xbox and PlayStation need to get their shit together. I tried to get an Xbox Series X today. Uh, I had one of those tracker websites on my, on my laptop. I pulled it up just just thinking like, you know, well, let's see how I missed it. And there was an uh, order on Best Buy. It was ready to go. I missed it by 10 minutes, but when I joined the site, they still said they had them. And I clicked the button and it said like, oh, you have to wait here. And if the thing turns yellow, you know, we have some left if it doesn't. So I'm like sitting there for like 15 minutes. I'm like, it's still saying, please wait. 'Cause I would assume it would turn yellow and then instantly go back if like because they, they were selling it in patches, basically. And then I just decided to refresh the page, which I think it wanted me to do the entire time. And I did, and then it was sold out. I was I was mad. I was not happy. But um E3 would be fully remote. Uh the platform is a host of large number of game companies, and the main event to showcase the newest and upcoming games that are released this year. Uh this year there are big upcoming players coming to the table. Again, Xbox and and uh, Microsoft and Sony, if they're doing this, I know Microsoft is, I don't know if Sony's punched their ticket yet, but you F the games. I know this podcast is about, it's about gaming. So it's not about video games, but they need to like tell their people, Hey, like we got hardware coming on the way, you know, COVID is on the back burner. Uh, if any of you guys live in mass, I mean, all the regulations are the 29th and then the state of emergency is gone like the 14th of June. So that whole, oh, it's COVID season doesn't really really cut it anymore. Dave also says, to name a few games that will be there for Xbox, uh, the big hitter will be Halo Infinite and a few other anticipated uh, titles. Uh, Nintendo and their excited Nintendo Switch Pro and also Breath of the Wild 2, the much-anticipated sequel to the first. Never heard of that game. Ubisoft will be presenting possibly a new trailer for the announced Far Cry 6, featuring the highly popular... Uh, Gina Carlo... Et's, is that the character? Gina Carlo Etspotitsima. Dave, give me names I can read. Who most notably played the villain in both Breaking Bad and The Mandalorian. Oh, that guy. Yeah, I know who you're talking about now. Really? I love it when they do that. When they bring, like, bad guys from TV shows and movies that it's, it's like, it's awesome. Like, who was the dude that they brought... Um Who was the dude that they brought from Call of Duty? Um, I'm looking it up right now. They brought a dude in COD Advanced Warfare. And he was played by... What was his name in the game? It was Kevin Spacey played Jonathan Irons. I mean, that game wasn't great. But the fact that they had... Come on, Kevin Spacey? Classic. (laughs) So, that is interesting. Good job, Dave. I'm liking this so far. Warner Bros. could be showing new gameplay for the new Hogwarts Legacy Open World game. Also, possibly the new Gotham Knights or Suicide Squad games that could be shown, but only for teasers of some capacity. Yeah, that's the worst part when, like, developers go to E3, right? But they're not ready to release the game that later that year. Because if they're ready to release it, they full-blown trailer demo, you know, announcements. But... Time and time again, developers will, will put out games, and they won't be ready for like that fall. So essentially what they do is they give you a reveal trailer, it's no gameplay, and it's, it's just dummy sad. Uh, with a large co- uh, cast of companies, this year's fully online event will be a large stage to show off what the next generation consoles can truly uh, perform. Yeah, if they had them in stock and explore the future of gaming and what it could look like. The excitement is starting to build as we have five weeks away from knowing what the next 18 to 24 months will hold for the gaming industry. Is it really that long? I did not know that. I mean, I know they're gonna, they'll are gonna they announce stuff into next year, but who knows? Until then, stay raving. I like that. That was a good post, Dave. So I don't know if you guys are familiar with E3, but the again, whole segment is just new games. I don't really know how it's gonna play into um, play into stuff, but you know we'll we'll have to see. Um, they usually have some good stuff. Again, I think Microsoft and Sony's biggest concern is getting the consoles out to people. I tried to do it today. I've been looking. I mean, it came out came out last November, and they're just such shortage of them. And you know, 499 for a console, especially the one they're claiming, that's not bad at all. I mean. When I bought the Xbox One back in 2013, it was 600 a pop, you know? That's some real cheddar. So, lowering the price, but again, it's, it's more powerful. Like, I respect that. But you go to somewhere like Walmart, they're charging, like, a, literally 1000 bucks after tax. And it's like, how can you do that when the company priced it at 499 And then, obviously, you have eBay and, and Amazon and Facebook Marketplace being like, hey, I'll give it to you for six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Sometimes eleven hundred. I've seen thirteen hundred for PS Five. So uh, I did have two more segments, but I, I did kind of took my time today, nice and slow. So I'm gonna save those for next week. Uh, I was gonna talk about Halos, state of Halo, uh, as well as the PS Five and the Lego Star Wars game, because where the hell is it? It's coming out this year, but they just details have been so so small i mean it's it's like bread car breadcrumbs but um no my final thoughts again uh with regards to the podcast i always love having people on here it's always fun to just you know shoot the shit have a good time and just talk about video games uh i'm open to whatever um I don't really yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't really have any complaints with it. It's new to me. this is you know my first time I've done an actual podcast, and I have to run it. Uh, my apologies in advance for not being a great manager of, of, about it. but um, again, I'm, I'm enjoying it, and uh, if you guys have any suggestions, I recommend you check out the website, you can follow us on Instagram, and you can DM me ideas. Uh, I share the account with Dave. And if there's something in particular you want me to go over, I will. Uh, until then, I'm just kind of free, uh, free, free flying. I guess uh, I'm just rolling with it, going with the punches. Um, I want to keep doing this. It's you know, it's fun. It's a nice little side hobby. Uh, nobody listens. Oh well, you know, if you guys do, uh, feel free to give us a follow. We are on Spotify. Uh, I use Anchor from Spotify, but I don't really recommend that because you have to download it and. Uh, make a make a, a profile. But I don't really know a lot of people that don't have Spotify. And again, feel free to check us out. I'm not really still on the schedule. I like to get these out on Saturdays, mid-afternoon. Uh, I'm kind of shooting this one because I've been a little absent the last two weeks. Uh, however, I am, you know, I'll uh, if, if I got the time, I'll shoot one during the week. And if I don't, you know, I'm trying to make the Saturday ones accessible. I, I do tend to go away on the weekends, but yeah no, I really enjoy doing this. Uh, I have a, a great group of friends that also have a love for podcasting, um, and who knows, you know, if it takes off, I can get some better equipment and, you know, get a setup. Because again, I'm going poor man vibe, and it's honestly it's awesome. It's like if I was a hitchhiker and I wanted to like get across America, that's the vibe I'm feeling right now. You know, I use, use I got a laptop and a phone. Um, again, I'm gonna split the instagram with dave and if you guys follow feel free to shoot him ideas uh he also has twitch um again everything's on the website so again if you guys enjoy the content that i'm putting out here and you have any recommendations go to the website and there will be links for everything we use youtube uh, facebook twitter instagram twitch Uh, i i definitely have to get back on the twitch grind uh, I personally don't do it. Dave likes to do it a lot, and he puts it on the website, and uh, then he'll run the, the best clips on YouTube. After my Xbox, unfortunately, is broken. I don't know something. The disc drive just kind of cropped out on me. Um, I'm really trying to hold off for a Series X, but I don't really know if that's a possibility. So I might, excuse me, I might just have to burn two eighty, and get you know an older console. But again, I I I enjoy the Twitch streams. I enjoy doing the podcasts. Uh, I don't have a dedicated co-host yet. I don't know if I'm gonna do that. Uh, I definitely just enjoy throwing on people with topics I know uh, that they you know that they like to talk about. I know Gavin's a big Warzone guy. Chris will do whatever because you convince him to do one thing and he'll just do it. Uh, and then I got a whole host of other people that I know I could talk to about stuff. Uh, I am going to see, be seeing Dave within the next upcoming weeks. I will definitely – we will shoot out an announcement on Twitter and Instagram about that because that will be the first time the creator, the master by Precious will uh, join, join the podcast. So I'll, I'll definitely – I'll have to shout out some stuff for that one. But uh, until then, I think we are done here. And don't forget, check out the website. Blogs, podcasts, social media, YouTube, Facebook. Hell, I'll throw on MySpace. I don't give a shit. But until then, grab your controller, get the squad, and hit the sticks. You guys have a great rest of your week. And I will see you Saturday, Sunday, Friday, payday, heyday, Day, don't know. I'll keep you guys updated. (laughs) All right, take it easy.